0: hello welcome to songs in the key of a podcast about songs these might be old songs new songs or middle-aged songs anything that takes my fancy really sometimes these shows will be themed around an idea a person a genre or some other concept other times they will simply reflect my latest obsessions my new favorite bands those songs i can't get out of my head so let's get on with it this time round, I've got a guest with me picking 10 songs that she can't get out of her head at the moment. Amy Herbert is a phenomenal singer-songwriter I first became aware of when she was singing with an acoustic-led band called Levia, But more recently, she's been singing and playing solo, trading under the name of Mia Child. There is nothing Mia about her, though. You'll hear a snippet of one of her own songs, Not Good Enough, right at the end of this show. Don't forget to check out the full playlist that Amy has chosen on Spotify you'll find links to all the right bits and pieces on my website www.reviewage.net in the meantime let's head over to my chat with Amy Herbert so joining me now is Amy and we're going to go through 10 of her songs that she or not her songs but songs that she's been listening to lately and we're going to have a bit of a chat about them. Um, first up, we've got, let's have a look at the list. We've got um, Flock of Dimes and Semaphore. Um, I don't know anything about Flock of Dimes. Uh, are, are you a big fan of everything they've ever done? Or
1: Yeah, I've, I've recently sort of explored them. I think um, you might have heard of Wyoke maybe. That's the band that Jen Wasner was in okay. Dylan, alongside Flock of Dimes. Flock of yeah. Dimes is like a solo project.
2: Right. Um, okay. And yeah,
1: I just sort of stumbled across um, Flock of Dimes whilst sort of going through some Y Oak albums. Um, and I picked this song mainly because it really makes me happy to listen to. Um, and I mainly listen to songs that sort of have that sort of sad undertone and I thought yeah I, I must put in this list a song that isn't completely <laughs> depressing
0: <laughs> or uh, yeah there's um, there's a lot of deep and meaningfulness in the song choice that you've um yeah.
1: sent over yeah. yeah um yeah I think there's there's a um I'm quite comfortable in that um sort of <laughs> uh melancholic kind of place that's that's mm. where i like to to be um when i'm listening to music but um yeah i did yeah. want at least one song that was slightly more uplifting than the rest so yeah yeah, that's what I'm selling for.
0: yeah I, I i picked out from it it's like a like a need for substance in in relationships that's that's what yeah. i was sort of getting for it getting from it sorry um yeah the chorus in particular um Put your paper, pen and paper away yeah i have no need for you to guess my age <laughs> so let's not bother with small talk let's get on with something a bit more uh
2: yeah substantial i, so love,
1: I love the lyrics i love the way she sings it um yeah i love the, the bass line and everything about it is is uplifting
0: and okay quite right. good
1: to sing along loudly when you're on your own
0: brilliant okay <laughs> So uh, let's let's have a listen to a bit of that now, then.
2: The sound I make can only go so far. Today the only thing that I can do Is wait for you And in this
1: lingering
2: uncertainty The voice across the waves agrees with me We pay very high price to be free i
0: Okay, so uh, the next one uh, that you've chosen is John Martin and Hurt in Your Heart. Um, what What is it particularly about that song that you, you love?
1: Um, so I'm a huge John Martin fan anyway, um, and it was quite hard to pick one particular song by him, but I've gone for the one that I think hits me the hardest, and I think it's that one. Um, I just find it so utterly <laughs> it's beautifully painful, I would say there, yeah. there's something um, the way the way he sings it anyway, his voice is incredibly emotive, but um, mm. yeah, the guitars, the lyrics, everything about it is painful, but it's it's beautifully painful um, yeah and, yeah I, I do yeah. enjoy that in a song, <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. <laughs> made invited- of So after uh, John Martin, we've now got Laura Groves and her song Poor, um, Pale Shadows. So who is who is Laura Groves? Do, 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 do you know anything about her? Or?
1: I don't know too much about her, but I sort of stumbled across her quite a few years ago. Um, it's one of those things like I know Spotify is sort of like, you know, a bad thing in many ways, but um, <laughs>
2: it
1: has led me to a lot of artists I might not have come across uh, previously. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just found her in this particular song. I don't know, it just, it did something to me. Um, there's, there's a real nostalgic vibe to it. Um, it's mm. sort of a sort of 70s feel for me. Um, right. Uh, and yeah, it reminds me of a few artists my, my dad used to play when we were younger. Um, there's an artist called Judy Zook. Okay. Um, and yeah there's just there's a vibe to the song that for me is just really nostalgic um, okay i love her production on it and everything and happiness yeah
0: because yeah. i was picking up a, a bit of a, a cocteau twins vibe but yeah. but this this is actually for you, for you it's going further back than uh,
1: yeah i think she's probably influenced by liz fraser definitely but yeah but yeah there's just there's something about this particular song that yeah that takes me back
0: um, okay so while while we're in a sort of nostalgic mood um what was it uh that you you, did you grow up in a a music loving home then
1: yeah i'm probably throughout this list gonna bang on about my dad quite a lot um but he as far back as i can remember was handing me mixtapes to listen to so you know as a child I was just riding around my driveway on my bike with various mixtapes with oh, all brilliant. kinds of random things on it. But
0: wow, um,
1: yeah, so I I was a bit of an odd child in a way. I didn't sort of fit the mainstream. <laughs> I sort of riding around <laughs> listening to sort of John Martin and um, yeah, really random artists um, from the seventies and eighties. But wow, um, yeah, and it was it was great and um just so many fond memories of like weekends at home mm. and my dad would just like flick through some records and just say right sit down we're, and we're going to listen to this and we'd also yes. just see so you just have this sort of power to just like make you feel like you had to listen to this stuff and it oh,
2: I don't know,
1: so much of it just has influenced me and yeah. the music I want to listen to and the music I want to try and make um, yeah so yeah
0: Fantastic so did he did he play himself or did anyone in your home Um,
1: not really he played a bit of guitar but it was Mm. more it was more just how much he filled his ears with music all the time and it wasn't just like old stuff he would listen to newer stuff yeah Um, but he was obsessive like (laughs) um, (laughs) he had vinyl and then when when vinyl went out of fashion he moved on to CDs and and then he'd copy all his vinyl onto CDs. And then when CDs sort of turned to mini discs, he went to that. And so it was just basically my dad in a very small room, constantly listening to music on oh, various brilliant. formats. Um, yeah. It was hard not to be influenced by him, to be oh, honest. Oh, fantastic.
0: That sounds really good. What, what else was was uh, on, on the vinyl shelves or the CD shelves?
1: Loads. No, so it would range, like... I remember being sat down and and we would listen to things like Led Zeppelin,
0: um,
1: massive Joni Mitchell fan, um, like random bands like XTC, which I don't think I would have come across at all if it wasn't Mm. him. but yeah, yeah, things like that.
0: So not Uh, too much of a spoiler alert, but some of those (laughs) artists do appear on the list, don't they? okay that's 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 good right anyway back to um laura groves and pale shadows so um yeah let's let's hear a snippet of of laura groves And next up, we've got uh, Cocteau Twins and uh, the amazingly named track, as always with Cocteau Twins, Ella, Mega Blast, Bells Forever. Um, yes, so uh, why, why that track? What, what, what's, what's going on there? We've we already sort of, um, mentioned them a little bit in passing. Yeah.
1: Um, so I love Cocteau Twins. I love Liz Fraser. Her voice, like, is absolutely incredible um it was hard picking out one song um yeah but i i just love the i just love the melody to this um, it's hard to say uh, lyrically that i understand what she's talking about because to be honest i don't think there's many cocteau twins songs that i can completely follow wholeheartedly but
0: no nah, i
1: nah. love that i love that in a way you have to just sort of put that aside yeah and like her voice is just what what carries the feeling rather than mm. the actual
0: text. Um,
1: yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah i think yeah i find mm. them i find them incredibly um fascinating to to, to listen to and
0: yeah uh,
2: her voice
0: is very very atmospheric i i was what was the first ice blink luck i think was the first yeah. thing i heard of theirs and it's like i was convinced they weren't actually singing in english at all yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah
2: dude I
0: love that album that's heaven in Las Vegas isn't it that's Mm. a good album yeah anyway so uh, let's hear a snippet of that one uh, we, we mentioned them in passing with your your dad's amazing record collection uh, this is XTC and and wrapped in grey was this one of the ones he, he played to you regularly then
2: yeah
1: so um, this is from an album called Nonsuch. and um, when we were little kids so I'm guessing probably about eight or nine my dad used to play this cassette in the car and the opening <laughs> track is um, Peter Pumpkinhead and as a kid, it's such a great song to sing along to. And what's great about XTC is lyrically and musically, they're, they're really interesting. Um, yeah, yeah I, just, I, I just remember that album as a really significant sort of nostalgic um, thing, really. And wrapped in gray as an adult, like listening to the lyrics, it's so beautiful. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Tinged with sadness, again, which I like. Um but yeah. yeah, um yeah there's just the, the one line your heart is a big box of paints and it's just basically about not letting other people's values and, and ideas like tarnish your outlook and you know some yeah. your world acting grey. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you just quoted the like the line after the one that <sighs> leapt out for me. Some folks pull this life like a weight drab and dragging dreams made of slate. Yeah, yeah. Oh. it's uh,
1: amazing, <laughs> They're, lyrically they are absolutely incredible and um, am- amazing musicians um, but yeah this song is stand out for
2: me. Some Your heart is the big box of pain
0: The next one after this is uh The Beach Boys and Don't Talk, Put Your Head on My Shoulder. When I was um uh, looking this, looking at the lyrics, um, there was a little commentary box of people saying what they thought the song was about. And it said on there, um, this song is all about the power of nonverbal communication. And that I felt kind of summarized quite a few of the songs that you're uh, you've yeah. picked. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh your, your views on um on this song. Well, what Where...
1: <laughs> yeah very similar to that. So like I re- I wanted to pick a Beach Boys song because I think I've, I've grown up listening to a lot of their stuff and it was really I could have put every song from Pet Sounds on there or surf stuff yeah. but but yeah like you've just said um don't t- talk put your head on my shoulder just that whole the way that it's, um, the lyrics and the way it's sung is utterly heartbreakingly beautiful. Mm. And I love, I love just that whole idea about being able to read somebody's emotions and where they're at and just nonverbal that, just that yeah. feeling. Um, mm. Yeah, I think it's perfect, that song.
2: I, think it's mm. I can hear in your side and I can see so much in your eyes there
0: And then next up, we've got uh, Joni Mitchell. Uh, Nothing can be done. So this is later on in her career than you know the the classic Joni Mitchell stuff. We're, we're not we're not in blue territory here or Court and Spark. It's uh, 1991, I think.
2: Yeah,
0: something like that. Um, so. to, to the point that I listened to it a couple of times. I, I, I've created a the the, the the playlist to accompany this already, and I was listening to it. and every now and then I had to check oh who's this oh it's Joni Mitchell yeah. <laughs> so um yeah nothing can be done uh, why did you choose this particular song
1: I think like a lot of these songs that I've picked like I'm having even as we're talking I'm having that really guilty sensation of like there are so many songs I could have picked but I, yeah. what I did was I went with the songs that at the time I've been playing a lot or yeah. you know have yeah. caught the mood um yeah. Nothing can be done. I obviously love all of her stuff. I love Blue, Court, and Spark. Um, but there's something about her voice as she got older mm. that I I cannot describe what it does to me. it's just it's her soul. It's like, and she she just sounds so wise. Like everything she says, it's like yeah. I, I believe anything she said to me. like just got that tone and that that way I just feel like she'd give the best advice um
0: yeah
1: yeah something that happened to her voice as she got older Mm. for me I just I love I love it um Mm. I love the whole Hajira album like i you know even now I'm kind of thinking oh should I pick one of those but but no nothing can be done um I listen to a lot at time in my life where um it's probably going back to I don't know. Fifteen odd years ago, um, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's sort of, it did something to me. This song and because
0: yeah. Yeah. there's what's the line? Um, that's basically the chorus, isn't it? Oh, I am told. I am not old. I am told, but I'm not young. So there's sort of. Yeah. She's she, there's a world weariness in her, even though yeah. she's not. Uh, yeah. Not really, really old or anything. Just um, yeah. enough's enough. I'm, 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 I'm too, just, too tired just, for silly games.
1: Like everything she says, I don't know. I, yeah, mm. I feel like like the parent of like, of like everybody. She's just yeah. <laughs> yeah. really special about her as as a songwriter and just as a as a human Wonderful.
0: being. Yeah, because I I thought I would got most of her albums and then I realized oh I clearly stopped at a certain probably the obvious point that people stop at with Joni Mitchell
1: you know my dad would just come in my room and another cassette would appear and it was just like Joni Mitchell like through the years and yeah I remember this album particularly uh, there's a few tracks on there that really stand out Must I forgive
2: you Each time And say you don't know
0: Gordy, Extraordinary Life. So this is a more, I think, more contemporary artist, um, someone, someone a bit newer on the scene. Um, I know nothing about Gordy. What do you know?
1: So I don't know much about her as a person, but um, she released an album, I think it's called Two Skins, not too long ago, uh, maybe mm-hmm. not, Um And again, a bit like Laura Groves, I sort of stumbled across it and yeah. instantly taken aback by her voice um, it's quite distinctive
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, but this track particularly sort of fell into my life at the same time as um, sort of I fell in love and it just means an awful lot to me this track right Um, I think it's beautifully written I think the sentiment is gorgeous and a lot of people want in their life um, Mm. and yeah I just think it's beautiful
0: yeah, it's like a a complete absorption of yeah. of the other person. Yeah. Um that know yeah, the, the the lines that um jumped out of me. It's like you're in my chest, it's like you're in my lungs. Took something ordinary, sent it for a run. The way I need you now is more than to survive. I want to give you an extraordinary life. Yeah, so
1: I think that yeah.
0: Again, exactly. yeah. Getting rid of all the frippery and just getting yeah. to the absolute substance of the matter, yeah.
2: Your voice it came to me the clearest I had heard Those many nights were I hanging from you every word And in my bloodstream you did multiply every Walk down an avenue to the end It's like you're in my chest It's like you're in my lungs Took something ordinary, set it for a run The way I need you now is more than to survive I want to give you an extraordinary
0: Next up we've got um David Bowie as the World Falls Down, which comes from the soundtrack to Labyrinth. Would you like to hear a confession? Yes. Never watched Labyrinth. Oh
1: no. Well, I mean, <laughs> I have you a specific reason or did you
0: just not go there? Or I don't know, just never, never, I don't think it ever crossed my no. um path as a child. I think I was the right age for it, but um yeah it's is the song because you like the film or the song in its own right um
1: it's i i think it's a bit of everything so obviously i love it Barry.
0: Um, yeah
1: i could have picked you know 10 other songs by him but mm-hmm. again just I'm,
0: 10 you weren't just, trying hard enough
1: <laughs> i'm a bit of a slave to the like nostalgia and i feel like a lot of these songs have really sort of created a path for how i hear music and
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the things i look out for in a song like um i don't know like particular sad chords that are like happy sad um and for and i, I feel like this is one of those songs it's it's mm-hmm. sad but beautiful and a little bit optimistic um yeah they're yeah. the best
0: kind of songs, I think, yeah.
1: And obviously loved Labyrinth, um, so it was an obvious choice
2: for me. <laughs> There's such a sad love Deep in your eyes It kind of held you Open and closed within your eyes I'll place the sky within your eyes There's such a... So fast in search of new dreams
0: Then the next one up we've got is uh, Fleetwood Mac and Gypsy uh, with uh, Stevie Nicks on uh, vocal duties. Um, why did you Why did you pick this one?
1: It's just always been my favourite Fleetwood Mac song. Um, mm-hmm. It's It's all about the ending for me. Like the build up, the whole song is building up. And yeah, it's it's not too sad. It's got a few chords that are a bit sad, but it's generally sort of got a good feeling to it, which is nice. Yeah. Good um, uh, but yeah, the end, like the whole. I feel like every time I listen to it, I'm sort of just excited about the guitars at the end.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and this is going to sound really silly, um, but there's just something about the way the guitars. The notes at the end interact with each other it just I just feel like it's like it's one of those things in life it's like that just seems like otherworldly and or yeah. it's not real like it, there's more meaning to it than just a couple of notes it's like the way they merge together the way they feel
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know it just does something inside me, and
2: I just think it's the best <laughs>
0: while we're here let's talk about you. Um, I first came across you singing as part of a band called La Via in a, a pub called The Barge in Gillingham which is now sadly no longer with us. Um, so I, I now know that you uh, you grew up with your dad posting you uh, cassettes under the door yeah. and uh, some at some point between then and uh, me seeing you in The Barge you um, what, what happened in between how how, how did you uh, come to start playing and singing
1: I came to it quite late really I think um like I'd played the guitar and written songs in my bedroom like you know a lot of young sort of I don't know miserable sulky teenagers <laughs> doing that, thinking that my life was the worst in the world um but yeah and I I had this dream that I would love to do it, but was always really shy, really, um, not someone who wanted to be at the forefront, but desperately wanted to to make music. Mm. Um, And it wasn't really until I went to university that I I sort of bought my first cassette four-track thing.
2: um,
1: And I started recording and a sort of singing that wasn't just like whispering, so no one could hear. Mm -hmm. and then after uni, I kind of, I don't know, I sort of, I just didn't think I was going to do anything or, or meet anybody, um,
2: mm-hmm. and a couple
1: of years later, um, I sort of put a few tracks that I'd recorded on my four track on MySpace at the time. Yeah. And I think Dan from the band Lavere got in touch with me saying they were looking for a singer. Mm-hmm. And from somewhere, I got the confidence to meet up with them and audition yeah. for their band, and um, <laughs> it was kind of one of the best things I've ever done because it,
2: yeah,
1: they were amazing people and musicians, and I really had such a fantastic time playing with them and making music and doing mm. gigs, yeah, stage fright, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was, a fantastic yeah.
2: Sure, if this can, end. but I'm willing if you want to give one more go. Sometimes words aren't enough, and a touch is all it needs. If I said I love.
0: So were you singing songs that they'd written, or were, were you involved in the songwriting process?
1: It was a mix. So we, we were there were four of us, and three of us were songwriters. So we'd sort of come to rehearse, and be like, I've written this song, and we'd sort of collaborate on it. Yeah. Um, so it was a real mix. So we we played live and recorded um, some songs that I'd written, some that Dan had written. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really enjoyable process, actually. Like, I'd, I'd never sort of obviously sang anyone else's songs and um, mm. played, you know, in a band. So it was it was a really great experience for me. Mm.
0: Okay. And then after that, um, that finished, um, as far as I'm aware, the next thing I heard from you was are you um, taking on the uh, moniker of uh, Mere Child. Is there anything I'm missing in between?
1: No. Um, no? Okay. No, I just did sort of like, more sort of uh I don't know what you call them adult things like you know had a child and got sort of (laughs) into that whole life and thought music would sort of end there really yeah I just sort of started to record again started to write stuff and Mm. yeah just released some solo stuff and
0: yeah just
1: trying to keep that going and it's
0: just you on your own doing all of that yeah. What, what you hear, um, because it's quite, it, 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 listening to it, it blows me away. That's just one person. Oh, <laughs> it's really, really, uh, really impressive. Yeah, it's astounding. Um, so there's there's lots of um, electricery going on.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, I've never
1: really explored that before. I'd like, just just been me and an acoustic guitar before, um, especially mm. in Levere Yeah. And uh, one thing I noticed when I did start doing stuff on my own was like just missing that <laughs> those guitars behind me and, and the and the bass and like just it just felt really I just felt really lost with just, just this little me, mm. um, and so I just started to experiment with like making the sound bigger and um, just a bit darker than just an acoustic guitar. Really, it just.
2: Mm yeah
1: I'm a bit of a misery aren't I it's all a bit like bleak but <laughs> um, yeah I keep trying to write stuff that's a bit you know jollier but it just seems to I just seem to lend myself better to a bit of a sort of darker undertone for some reason um Lavia was a bit happier
0: was yeah. A bit... yeah yeah well maybe maybe the, the next song you write will be a
1: yeah I'll try really well.
0: Yeah, really, really cheerful one. Um so have you done any do you perform live? I mean, you probably haven't been performing live lately, but um not lately
1: due to COVID, but um before COVID, I, I was doing the odd gig in Brighton. Um, I did a couple in London. Um, and that was really good. It was incredibly nerve-wracking. I used to get, you know, really wound up before a gig with Lavere, but I had them sort of supporting me. So it was quite a contrast going out just on my own onto the stage but I have this sort of thing where I kind of I almost can't bear it but I also really love it so it's a a Mm. really strange dynamic to sort of force yourself into this sort of panic attack when you know it just get through that bit and and you'll enjoy yourself
0: (laughs) 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 yeah yeah (laughs) and that you've 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 released a, a a few uh sort of singles and eps and things mm. is it's is a whole album on there on You're like on, it's no. just
1: single but i'm i'm working very i work at quite a slow pace these days but i am doing my best like my goal is you know within a year to actually yeah. release an album um i've got lots of it is pretty much there it's just i guess it's just like the final sort of thing mm. that one's done yeah um,
0: but yeah yeah okay is there any uh, song in particular you'd like um us to to play out on of yours that you think oh, that that's 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 not bad that one I like that one
1: well I think I'd probably have to say not good enough just because that was the first one that I released it means an awful lot to me um and yeah I think
0: Think probably that one's the best one okay well let's let's hear a bit of that thanks very much amy uh really good to have a chat with you find out a bit more about your your musical story and um if uh if you're performing i guess london or brighton um people should check you out there and uh you've got your stuff on on spotify as well haven't you have you got a twitter or a facebook or instagram yeah, or anything
1: I'm on, I'm on all of those uh models sites um yeah um i couldn't probably tell you the address but yeah
0: mere child, <laughs> M- <Mare> child something <laughs> or other yeah, yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> brilliant okay thanks very much for that um and we'll uh, listen to uh, a snippet of uh, not good enough mm-hmm. thanks for having
1: me on. okay thanks beneath the road beyond the bar me, a child was hunted down. Weather
2: the storm, trembling tight. So sad, little, now, so uptight. I'm not sure.
0: So there you have it, 10 songs in the key of Amy Herbert with some extra songs by her thrown in for very good measure. You can find out more about her using the handle at mere Child Music on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. I'll be back soon with 10 more songs in the key of something or other else soon. In the meantime, have a marvellous few days and nights till we meet again.
2: Sure.